0: This is
1: the Video Junkyard Podcast. here. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! The dead who've haunted
0: souls hunt the living.
1: I have come here to chew
0: bubblegum and kick ass.
2: And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half man, half ape, with the strength of twenty demons. It's time. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric O'Branson. With me, as always, are my co-hosts and friends, Joe Peterson and Ryan Steiskel. How's it going tonight, guys? Hello, hello. Hello. I like how how he added the
0: and friends in that, because in the past I feel like it was always
2: an or. Oh, was you it? Choose. I was gonna say usually I say friends first, and I realized I, <laughs> you know, didn't. So I was really uh, had to put a little dramatic pause in there. I we guess, all
0: know but. what we're worth. We know our importance yeah. here. It's
1: it, it, it
2: seems to be appropriate
1: for the this movie because it, it was such a dramatic moving piece. <laughs> moving piece of something that uh, <laughs> you need that kind of Christopher Walken
2: style, you know, Shatner shatnery and pause it, mm-hmm. it is one of the you know momentous occasions in the history of drama i'm sure but oh yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. um yeah so how's everything going with you guys before we move on to this uh cinema classic that we're going to discuss tonight have you uh what have you guys been up to and have you seen anything or i don't know anything you feel like chatting about for a minute before we have mm-hmm. to talk about this movie Oh, there's
0: nothing that I can condense down to a minute, so I'm just going to pass the torch to Joe.
2: <laughs> nothing, huh? Man. I mean, I've seen things, I just can't... He- heavy stuff going on. I just on, can't so.
0: condense it. <laughs> yeah, I I'm a complainer. It's my therapy.
1: Um, not, not too much. I mean, we just had Thanksgiving, so yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys had a good Thanksgiving as well. We
0: um, did, yeah. yeah. The turkey was not dry.
2: yeah Yeah, actually we did that too we were able to cook a turkey like the right way i think for the first well maybe not the first time ever but (laughs) i know last year we screwed it up so (laughs) just keep just just drown it in gravy and nobody knows the difference yeah i I tried
0: somebody made the gravy
2: poorly and it's just lumpy
0: i'm like wow i really appreciate the uncooked
1: parts of flour yeah, it's
2: always good when you get like dust, a little bit of mm-hmm. dust when you're. You
1: know. <laughs> we we did we did turkey last year for Thanksgiving. It was just the four of us, and God, we, we had so much leftover turkey, we we couldn't get through it all before it went yeah. bad. So this year we decided we didn't want to do turkey. So I roasted a duck, which is something I've wanted to do for a long time, and uh, I will definitely do that again, yeah. any opportunity good. I have. It was so good. Good duck,
2: huh? Good. <laughs> oh, duck, yeah. 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 After you told us you're going to do that, I kind of thought about like, oh, that would be a good idea to try that because I, I've, I've never done that. I've had duck on a couple occasions, and it's it's, it's mm-hmm. fine. I can't say I've ever loved it, but I'm I'm curious to try, making it myself. It, so.
1: What was nice too is like, you know, you're used to cooking chicken and stuff like that, but and it makes total sense that ducks have such that you know their skin is really thick and fatty because you know they're waterfowl. Um, but when when you Render that fat off. Uh, as the, ro- the as the duck was roasting, I was basting the drippings from that, and then putting them on the roasting potatoes that were in the oven, just mm-hmm. transferring mm-hmm. the fat over. And holy shit, I I have found something that is better to cook with than bacon, and I will die on this hill. I yeah. Oh yeah, probably, I've heard them cooking. Yeah. <laughs> It's, something that yeah, they I've did. had
2: some stuff cooked in duck fat before, and yeah, it's yeah, it 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 was, it was fancy. Really, it was very fancy, yeah. So I <laughs> so do. Yeah,
1: it was kind of nice. You know, it was just enough meat for four people too. So, well, that's always. I mean, yeah, duck. It, it should it should be
0: good enough for that. Yeah. You got two kids, two. Yeah. One of them picky eater. Yeah, you should yeah. have
1: something so good. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, you know, we did the
2: other stuff too, stuffing and all that because. Stovetop Thanksgiving, yeah, why not? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not—it's not like you've went so outside the box. I mean, you're cooking a bird, right? That's right. Not, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So I—I I will well. say that I don't know what it is, but uh, my partner and I decided why because she was off, uh, so we had a four-day weekend. And uh, we decided to watch the extended cut of Lord of the Rings, which we've never done before. Because what I'm thankful for is, you know, uh, the, the fuzzy hobbit people who risked their lives to cast the ring into Mordor uh, so our lands today won't be cast into complete and utter darkness.
2: I <clears> never
0: forget. Yeah, never forget. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit that is it's just like this is this is this is long but i i'm intrigued every fucking minute of the way so we split it up into 3 days we watched it every night we didn't watch them all at once i know crazy people who do that and yeah. i'm like no let's in, let's stretch this it. out i've done
2: it once
1: <laughs> I, was gonna start, I remember going to eric yeah. doing that um
0: yeah. and what i've learned is like yep this helps explain a lot of things uh also i think a majority of the cut footage is just telling you how much uh mary and pippin are just fucking stoners they're just not there's not even that's not it's not even a fucking hint that there's a deleted scene or, or an extended scene I should say where they just each find their own a barrel full of weed yeah mm-hmm. uh, and I'm like wow and then like later on they just mm-hmm. smoke it all yeah. uh, Hobbit weed pipe weed but it's it's fucking weed there's no mistake in it. I mean, there's even one scene where Gandalf is not having an easy time smoking his. He just keeps coughing, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's around Pippin, and like mm, Pippin <laughs> knows how to hold his shit. I'm just gonna say,
2: um, but yeah. <laughs> I I absolutely think that that at least on Peter Jackson's part that was certainly intentional, uh, be knowing that um, J.R.R. Tolkien was a bit of a a stuffy English gentleman. I'm not sure he. You I know, mean with the last name like token it that way, but it's, I'm just uh, going to say but who knows Yeah, I know it was a missed opportunity right <laughs> and now we take a quick break to let you know about some other excellent podcasts that you should check out I would like to invite you to take a trip across all of time and space
0: join us in the police box as we discuss the worlds of Doctor Who in a completely random
2: order we discuss it all TV stories, audio adventures novels, non-fiction books and on and on I'm your host, Eric O'Branson. Branson. I would be very happy if you'd join me for the Police Box in the Junkyard podcast.
0: The Police Box in the Junkyard podcast is a proud partner of the Video Junkyard podcast and can be found on most major podcast
2: platforms including SoundCloud, Podcast Addict, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Spotify.
0: we also get the views of intermediate, casual, and novice fans who either have never seen the show or who have never read these books until these podcasts, including
1: Dalton Hughes
0: and Alison Fafreit. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you find good podcasts, or even ones like ours.
1: You're listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. Enjoy your travels.
0: Speaking of missed opportunities, what's our movie today?
2: Our movie today, (laughs) and I use the word our because I'm being polite to Ryan. um, Why? Is, uh... um, We are going to be looking at, or did look at, 1999's Deuce Bigelow Male Gigolo.
1: What are you doing?
0: There's a mongrel koi in there. It's the most dangerous of all goldfish.
2: Deuce Bigelow was a professional fish tank cleaner who never got any respect. I was thinking maybe later we could, uh... No. Then a new client shared his most valuable secret. I am
0: a gigolo. You, who? Women pay hey, me to give them pleasure.
2: How'd you get that
1: job? I'm just gonna fill into it.
2: I'm gonna kill my guidance counselor. Hey, fish guy! I think there's something wrong with my fish, eh?
1: The next 48 hours are
2: critical.
0: because I have to go to Switzerland for business. How about you stay here and look after my fish?
2: Ooh. But just when things might be looking up...
0: By the way, if you mess up my place, I will kill you.
1: ...everything came crashing down.
2: To get six thousand dollars in three weeks i want you to meet me tonight hi yeah. hey, i'm deuce bigelow hi i'm carol
1: i have narcolepsy it's a sleeping disorder oh.
2: I have Tourette's Syndrome, and it causes me to have these uncontrollable outbursts. Up your <laughs> head! Dang, 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 dang!
0: I barely notice it.
1: Touchstone Pictures presents... Is Tina
0: here? I'm Tina. The story of the most unlikely male escort the world will ever know. You don't like my hair,
2: do you? Rob Schneider.
0: I think there's been a mistake. Did you say steak?
2: Deuce Bigelow. Male jigolo. Oh, deuce. Make The on oh. the wall. And of course, we all remember this classic. Uh, was was starring Rob Schneider, directed by Mike Mitchell, written by Harris Goldberg and Schneider himself. Um, yeah the yeah. deuce so we'll get you a quick uh back of the dvd box since i have it right here in front of me my wife saw this when i got this from the library and uh it was sitting on our our shelf by our tv she's like what in the hell do you have deuce bigelow for i was <laughs> like uh, yeah uh the podcast so then i made her watch it so uh, <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> so that's a uh, now anyway, we're sleeping in separate yeah. rooms um <laughs> The hit-making producers of Big Daddy now deliver Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, a hilarious must-see smash smash, starring the always outrageous Rob Schneider (laughs) in his funniest role yet. A professional fish tank cleaner, Deuce, finds himself in desperate need of cash to quickly repair the damage he's done to a client's luxurious Malibu apartment. Then the fun really takes off when Deuce decides the only way out of this jam is to switch to the world's oldest profession and or offer his services to ladies everywhere as a lover for hire. A wild and raunchy comedy that always aims to please, you won't be able to resist this side-splitting laugh riot. That's uh, that's it, Deuce Bigelow. There, yeah. is,
1: there is nothing in that review that could have been more wrong.
2: <laughs> um, that's... Uh... Yeah. Yeah. And it it was more of a review than a synopsis anyway. Uh it doesn't even mention um what mo- well, I mean I guess it does mention what the movie's about. It's not like it's intensely or it's a a very um you know, heavy movie plot-wise, but I mean, it's always a good sign when
0: the description of a movie is 50 percent. you're gonna like this movie people like this movie you will like
2: this movie you yeah. could like this you movie. liked other movies that some of the people in this movie has something to do with so you know, it, which by the way it, it name drops big daddy which you know is an mm-hmm. adam sandler movie that is certainly uh not among well-remembered films i don't think either so
1: i mean well didn't didn't adam sandler have something to do with the production
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, Happy, Happy Madison, Madison. Productions, yeah. which is yeah. uh, Adam Sandler's production company to this day, um, produced and uh, Deuce Bigelow and its sequel, which we'll get to that, but yeah. And, yeah, I
1: believe this, and this is from the Wikipedia page, but it said this was the first Happy Madison production film. Mm.
2: Really? Going all in on Deuce Bigelow. There and go. It, and so, it worked, though, because you know, the 2000s yeah, were fucking insane like fucking a
0: period of time. Yeah. This movie uh, had a budget of
2: $17 million and a box office of $92.9 million. It's essentially a mega-hit movie in 1999. Um, Before we... Right out the gate,
1: (laughs) the fucking title of this is (laughs) Male Gigolo as
2: opposed to yeah since since gigolo is already a male name for a prostitute um yeah um yeah, yeah well it's just like the character tj played by eddie griffin throughout the entire movie has to call himself you know like a man pimp and uh everybody has to have like a he they're all he bitches and uh, mm-hmm. everything has to have the label like man something on it. it's like dude we get it we get it man you you pimp dudes mm-hmm yeah it's like, is this is this a, is this supposed to be like a funny joke that you're continuing to say this over and over again? This is the well, dystopia yes, we live the in the prior to theme. Magic Mike.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, repeating jokes is
1: is one of the things this movie does a lot. Is yes, let's let's
2: have something yelled from off camera over and over no, and, and mean, over again. Rob Schneider is absolutely the yell from off camera guy. I mean, that's his his cameo role in pretty much every Adam Sandler vehicle. Um, that we've ever seen is to be the guy yelling on, you know, from off camera, right? Yeah, Essentially, right. in the background.
0: That's a huge yeah. inconvenience. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> yeah. That's what's said, right? You know, he, at times, he <laughs> may or may not be, you know, painted up like a minority character or something, but he always shows up. You know, I feel like there's a, Rob Schneider has like an
0: ethnicity bingo card somewhere in his house, and <laughs> he filled most of it. Proudly for so, him, so shamefully for purpose, humanity.
1: But... but you know, right? Goddamn um... mailboy. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So I, yeah. Uh... So you've got
2: all of well, you the... get some. Yeah, where do we even begin? Oh, uh, no, let's 45. begin with this. In the first forty-five seconds of this movie, you got Schneider butt. Like literally, second forty-five of the. I'm like literally watching it go, and we're talking. You know, there's tones pictures like emblem, and so his butt is on the on screen, naked ass within the first forty-five seconds of this thing. Yeah. So that will set the tone for this. Uh, <laughs> uh, Moist. <laughs> not a. Yeah. Not a, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, then uh, within the first two minutes, we have an old lady fall down and hurt herself. As of. Yeah. Uh, funny, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. This this is a, a
1: right right away. No, this is did not age well. like like, nothing you said this this is a
2: textbook example for doesn't age well does
1: not age well i mean it's this is the epitome of let's just poke fun at people which hey people laughed obviously 90 almost 93 million dollars yeah people found it funny it just shows how things have changed um as we've talked about over the last couple of weeks with discussing the evolution of comedy and we're starting to see some kind of Punctuated changes in comedy, right now. I mean, um, a, you know, ev- a good evolution's example. one thing. Awkward
0: puberty stage is definitely another. That uh, was part of it, yes. though. That was definitely well. This.
2: If we look at like kind of the tone of what comedy movies are doing around 1999, this isn't this isn't so far off of what is you know popular at the time. What year did uh you know American Pie and uh, oh kind of all. Within, uh, yeah within a couple virgins the same year it was the same year nineteen ninety nine yeah. is yeah oh. uh forty year old virgin's a couple years later, yeah that but was yeah, like, not too yeah. far off like that's, that's where the evolution
0: started to try to make it better
2: <laughs> yeah uh, because forty year old virgin is certainly an evolved version of this, this yeah. style of comedy the uh, sex It comedy, may not be yeah. perfect but yeah it's 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 certainly not deuce Bigelow I don't think it's... um <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. This was a, a popular style of humor. So the se- '90s sex comedy. There was definitely the '80s sex comedy. We think of films like Porky's mm-hmm. and Revenge of the Nerds, and which all, as didn't age well as well. They're all, you know, what I would consider to be relatively funny movies that didn't age well. It's not something you're going to show to your kids proudly, you know. But it doesn't mean they're all bad. Not talking about Deuce Bigelow necessarily here, but like there are certainly <laughs> some some dated sex comedies with. Uh, sexual roles of and um you know just loads of misogyny that are still functional as comedies like they're funny movies um just by today's standards they're a bit like e- yeah maybe we don't need to pass that one along but yeah so. mm, yeah. yeah yeah i, I hate but to like say it, animal, animal house is kind of in that this category, category too yeah no. yeah surely I would, I would yeah and that's a while
0: we're on this no it's fine while we're on the subject i have to shamefully admit that like around this time in 99 i was nine i saw this movie probably a couple years after and Mm -hmm. i i was part of that family group where we watched raunchy comedies Mm -hmm. and I probably shouldn't have watched them like where you have like you guys grew up in the 80s and your parents let you watch like gory horror movies and at an age that you shouldn't have fucking watched it i'm of that group that, well, that watched... did not happen
2: to me but... no but <laughs> i had to sneak over to friends houses to watch all of those yep right <laughs> yep
0: <laughs> i i had the family unit that did that with raunchy comedies um, and I'm not the only one, clearly, given the amount of people my age who grew up fondly remembering like Ace Ventura, which is a better movie than this, but still, you know, <laughs> like Ace Ventura is
2: a far better movie than, but anyway,
0: superior. It's it's like yeah, it's gold uh-huh. standard. But this movie, I yeah. shamefully have seen when I was a kid so many times. Not not willingly. It's it just showed up so much on the FX.
2: Like, ah, yeah, uh, channel cable and, and cable. Like, this, this movie, movie has ca- just... cable movie written all over it, I think. Oh, but. yeah. Like, like
0: Stains and Underwear. This You're gonna find it.
2: <laughs> I do remember seeing this when... I don't know if I like... I probably didn't see it in a theater or anything, but I remember seeing it when it was somewhat contemporary. 99 was the year that I got my job working in a video store at our small town, so... Mm. Um, I remember this being a new movie at least video store-wise, so uh i saw it i remember <laughs> generally enjoying it but kind of in a like well that's a stupid movie that i laughed a couple of times in and not giving it any more thought than that and honestly when we wrap this all thing up not to spoil the whole episode that's kind of still going to be my review but it's not going to be warrant a good grade <laughs> like, it's like, but yeah it's pretty it's pretty brainless uh dated sex comedy um and, it, and I guess I want to like put a disclaimer out there because I, I think you'll and' probably not the people that listen to our show anyway but people will kind of think that we're like you know acted like a bunch of old church ladies that got our you know undies in a twist or something um all of that is kind of misogynistic now i'm using all this stuff. Anyway, <laughs> you're building terrible. up you're building up a good I, image I was... already <laughs> <laughs> and i even like censored myself Ageism, sexism. And a twist. it's like jesus christ here anyway blame the movie I'm getting into it yeah no. uh sorry everybody sorry uh, um, but anyway um yeah we were just like that i'm offended by like sex comedy it's like no actually i i much as anybody could get a kick out of stuff like this, I just don't think it's very well done in this case. So, it's like <laughs> I pictured you, you know. with a monocle, with your undies in yeah. a bunch. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Anyway, th- yeah, I take my foot out of my mouth for a minute here. There are
1: there are definitely sex com. There, there's a reason why sex comedies keep getting made because there is a target audience. there's always college students out there laughing at sex of course sex can be fun it can be funny right but Mm -hmm. in in this is just an example of i don't don't know what the fuck they were thinking with with this because honestly oh i i didn't even see this when it came out um i i i heard the jokes because just like they're repeated throughout the movie they were repeated in the halls of high school um (laughs) You know, and so I, I heard it a lot. But I so I didn't really feel like I needed to. Plus I never I remember, you know, Rob Schneider was the guy on Saturday Night Live who was annoying and then he was the guy in the background of the Adam Sandler movies who would yell random shit out. And oh, now he's in a movie where that's what people do. So this was actually a first time viewing for me. Good oh. for you. Yeah.
0: Sorry uh, sorry that we <laughs> took that and from you.
1: It was just like <laughs> Wow, I mean, it, and I love how, and by love I mean not at all, um, how they try to give this movie heart, and and it's like totally just kicks it misses the misses the ball and just kicks itself right in the nuts. Um, yeah. For example, one of the women that Deuce is trying to you know he or he hires him is Fluissa. This incredibly obese woman, played by actor Big, big Boy, so you've got boy, yeah. drag. Which, by the way, have you seen Big Boy lately? Big Boy Is lost two hundred so pounds. So big. No, not so right. big boy. Ra- he's a radio host, and mm-hmm. so he's like literally some... fat boy slim now. He ooh, nice, well played. Yeah, I had duodenal surgery. <laughs> and actually, I adjusted
0: my monocle and yeah. I moved my chest piece.
2: <laughs> but yeah.
1: when you know, you've you've got this kind of, you know, obese woman joke, but it's in there's, drag joke. Yeah, there's and a lot of then Yeah. And then the the way that the way that Deuce, you know shows her
2: attention is by getting her to run stairs. And it's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well they watch Who? movies together at one point or something and then they run like I didn't get like i kind of get it in the other two cases which i'd be just bad that i'm even trying to justify this movie but um but yeah in the case of um what she's doing to her character's name is louisa as the big boy big boy drag character yeah mm-hmm. and uh i didn't understand like what what exactly it was that won her over <laughs> like it's like what you're gonna be basically if you're like get on those stairs it's like that doesn't sound like something that's uh someone's going to be doing for fun i mean maybe she hired you to be her trainer or something but like just assuming like oh you're overweight you must want to you must really deep down inside you really want to exercise like let's go exercise i mean no nobody talks about it but
0: this movie's essentially uh watch rob schneider uh get paid to friend zone uh less than uh
2: attractive women
0: uh by society standards (laughs) yeah well, yeah. and his
2: entire motivation is that, it basically, you can sum up the uh, this character's motivation as poor loser wants to be rich loser. Like, that's <laughs> just like...
0: Not uh, even wants to be yeah. rich per se, he just wants to pay off what he de- destroyed because he might get murdered yeah. by the you dude know, from the moment. Rather than just... Mummy. But yeah, yeah. He, wants
2: to hook, he wants to hook up with the, uh, you know, attractive woman that ends, you know, but he... I, I like how you use the term friend zoning them but he's he's not a jerk about it but at the same time he's still totally dismissing these people as potential romantic partners uh, because of yeah. their physical appearance and there is a and this is what Joe was talking about I think the people that made this movie thought this was like a legitimately um, and it's a comedy I know they know it's a comedy but I think they thought they were legitimately being like on the level, and they're like, "See, he's gonna like this girl, even though she's got a fake leg, man. See, he's good. He's this Deuce guy's all heart. <laughs> like, like, I her felt, leg's not even real. Like, I felt so but, sorry for that character.
0: Like, like how low is your self-esteem where you feel like someone like Deuce is okay? That's not okay. He, <laughs> yeah, no good. Like, that's so wow. offensive to amputees everywhere it's like um what
2: yeah yeah somebody (laughs) who like obviously is a uh you know college educated you know young attractive woman that just happens to be an amputee
0: i like how they and well they turn it around where like she thought it was a blind date but he was hired by her friends and then the, the friends apparently are just awful and he, he points it out, like, no, you're the worst thing. I'm like, you're all kind of sucky. This poor woman does not need any of yeah. you. <laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> it's,
1: you know, it's sad that, that a few years before this came out, something about Mary did a better job of being like, you're all fucking terrible. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, and it had like Brett, Brett that, Favre that, it,
1: so That moral didn't didn't translate into this one. And I was a little surprised. Well, you know, again, hindsight's twenty twenty but Amy Poehler, as Ruth, the, yeah. the girl with Tourette syndrome, in in a way that is totally is not Terence, Tourette not syndrome. Not Tourette
2: syndrome. Yeah, they just yeah awful. They just,
1: yeah, let's just yeah. have Amy Poehler scream out obscenities at random people. I mean, the, the whole thing
2: with taking her to the ball game so she can cuss out the players, like yeah, okay, that's that's clever. That was cute. Yeah, but, okay. Let's let's be honest. Uh, this movie is not entirely without laughs. There are moments of this movie where it, it can be funny, just not enough of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. The, the narcolepsy thing. <laughs> you know,
1: again, I love make the any bowling sense. alley thing with that. that, <laughs> that was like, <laughs> I was thinking of that one. Honestly, <laughs> I like
2: the restaurant scene with like, how yeah. he helps fix it with that. Oh, I actually like cracked up at the line. She's like, I've never ha- I've never had soup before. <laughs> so many risks of drowning and like <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. It's I think it's, it's when it makes a, the tug sound that it just it And gets I the crack. I laughed and then and went, I don't know. Oh,
1: god damn it. <laughs> yeah.
2: know? Maybe I'm being, you know, insensitive to narcoleptics, but compared to some of the other things they're poking fun at, it seemed a lot less harm harmful or like I don't know, just like because, yeah. again, it was it was a fairly, just like the Tourette's thing, it was a fairly inaccurate representation of narcolepsy. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know why that one doesn't seem like it's offensive. When, I, when the Tourette's thing, right away, I was like, e Like, that's that's totally mischaracterizing what that disease is and what it is, you know. But yeah. what about the, the
1: giant woman, too, where it's like the only thing that they really do with that is the only, they have no joke to tell with her, so they yeah. just have people yelling out, that's yeah, a fucked up bitch. things and it's it's weird <laughs> so because, back to the yeah. circus that's yeah. a huge bitch those they just are lines keep that are like yelling and they those lines redo
2: those two like over and over again like in other movies getting... oh god yeah, and yeah then true. it goes on to it be like it graces almost every happy madison movie in some way
0: it's kind of like the wilhelm well- sc- uh, uh, that's a huge bitch is the <laughs> wilhelm scream of of the happy uh madison yeah. madison productions yeah the, the sandler verse <laughs> You're gonna see it like in you the, were the, the yeah, AMC classic, this, but I think
2: the Schneider verse is under the umbrella of the Sandler verse. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna see an AMC classic. Well, and classic I guess that was the thing, thing that was weird, old movie. Like,
0: oh yes, the origin of that's a huge bitch. is uh, <laughs> <it's> a classic. <laughs> I tell you,
1: <laughs> Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, I guess the yeah. the weird part about like the the character of Tina, who's really really huge, is in in trying to show how hard she has it they just make the jokes over and over again
2: yeah which is really stupid it's lazy writing because you can't even come up with more than one joke about a huge woman like not that you should be joking but jesus you don't say the same line over and over again it shows the hollowness of
0: this heart movie when like yeah but mm-hmm. the reason the punch lines are at these women's expense and yeah, you're not like doing all
2: the laughs are actually still trying to come from
0: right you know, And you can't throw it up. It's just, like, it's not saying, like, you can't make fun of these women. It's just, like, it's okay so long as, like, you also make them feel included.
2: It's just, like, Uh, what? This isn't, isn't
0: like, a weird, like, karma debt that you just, like...
2: And it's just so weird that I get the feeling, like, all the, you know, the guys that wrote this, Rob Schneider and Harris Goldberg, actually are buying into their own bullshit. Like, they think they're being nice, like nice people here, right? I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I feel like it, they think this is a legitimate, like... Uh. I I wonder... Okay, so this was
1: produced by Sid Gannis and Barry Bernandi, who were apparently the really producers, right? Yeah. Rob... Yeah. In my head canon, when I wonder how this movie got made, it involves Rob Schneider with a laughably large quantity of high-grade cocaine that he gives <laughs> to them. <laughs> And they say, "What do we owe you?" And he says, "I want to be in a movie." And so they said, "Fuck it, fine." On a coke binge, said, "Make your goddamn movie." And there it is. I can't. Yeah. I can't think of any other reason, um, for this to exist because it's just. It's he he got it from premise. the coke <laughs> reserves
0: of the Thirty Rock building from the old right. SNL from the seventies and eighties yeah, and nineties. It just this doesn't This is John Belushi's this, stash. <laughs>
1: this this is just such a weird, like I don't know, like it's not even a good it doesn't feel like a good setup. Like from the beginning, like, oh he's a he's an aquarium cleaner. What the fuck are you talking about, yeah, right? There
2: are no actual characters in this movie either. There's like not one that's well drawn. Like even Deuce Bigelow, who is our, you know, main character and probably the one we're supposed to relate with being the, you know, proper um uh, gender and age group that this movie was supposed to appeal to when it came out um he's just yeah he's who is this guy like it doesn't even give you a background like yeah he, he's a professional fish tank cleaner and and you could tell by the way he acts that he's kind of a loser but actually at the time i'm not sure we could have told that that took some some like growing up before you really like so this this character's got nothing yeah and I will it say just that the, continues with everybody else in the movie, too. So.
1: I, I will say that the, some of the, the most endearing parts of this are when he's
2: talking about fish. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's almost likable at a few moments in this movie, but then he turns around and just, like... He, the way he pats himself on the back so hard about the way he treats these poor women that he had, you know... hmm Um... Just makes him just as big of a douche as everybody else. I think I don't know. I'm just like, douchebag. Yeah, douche um, big yeah there's there's moments when you almost are convinced like that he's, a, almost likable. But yeah,
1: no, anyway. <laughs> no I don't and know. know like, remember the, it's Rob Schneider. The the one little line where he's talking to Antoine the the main gigolo, about the lionfish <laughs> and he's like, wow, that's like a, you know, eight hundred dollar fish. And he goes, try a thousand. He goes, you overpaid. <laughs> like he's totally not reading a room. That that yeah. line kind of gave me a little chuckle because it just shows like yeah this guy's totally yeah. fucking inept and all he knows is fish um but at, at, yeah when it, when the movie then gets the, that's the only parts that i thought were like oh that's kind of cute but yeah it just it's it's kind of a it's kind of a greasy gross movie without being yeah. gross it's like the cleanest sex comedy that is also just gross <laughs> at the same time yeah for well, very, what we have
0: like a for a character building moments.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: which they have yeah. in the movie
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah oh ah, yes yeah that's that's the thing is like the the little things that are supposed to build up deuce to be this uh to be the hero of this movie or to be this you know relatable nice guy are what like he helps rescue goldfish some kids goldfish he also then we have a counterpoint of him uh ordering the uh snails at the bottom of the tank so that the girl at the cash register has to dip her which by the way is a stupid scene um has to dip her t white t-shirt into the water uh so then he can uh-huh. you know yeah goggle at her boobs so uh which by the way i'm pretty sure uh breasts have you know Nerves and feeling in them, <laughs> and uh, the uh-huh. fact that she doesn't know exactly what is going on—it's just, I don't know—it's a stupid scene. It just—it's not even—it's <laughs> not even like funny in a sex comedy way or whatever. Like I just—I just went, I just oh. okay, whatever, dude. I that
0: do. Is- I I will have to admit there is a thing that is funny about it, um, and it's it is when he is in his low moments later on in the movie, and he's sad, and she's like, "Do you still want the snails?"
2: He goes, "No, no." Yeah, actually, I will. <laughs> it's just like, it's like... Okay, and yeah, he comes back later during, like... Isn't he, like, he runs in to replace the fish at the end. And he's in a hurry, and he's like, I need that $1,000 fish, here's the money, da-da-da-da-da. Then he runs out of there, and then it's the camera stays in the store.
0: He okay, runs back yeah. in, and he's like,
2: On second thought, I'm gonna need some sea snails. Like Yeah. So, you get you get three of those jokes, but... It's funny, yeah, because anyway.
0: it's a reoccurring joke, and by nature, like triggers a laugh <laughs> but yeah. uh i don't want to pretend to be too high bravo about any of the things like but it's also the same no thing. like we want to be distant honestly, like we we've evolved <laughs> like we thought this was funny uh but we that, our prefrontal cortexes were just weren't there yet
2: people <laughs> yeah the the wet t-shirt thing <clears throat> excuse me could be it might have even been funny if it was just played differently. Like, the the girl, the actress, I mean, I'm sure this is a directorial decision, but acted like she didn't know any of it was going on. If she was, like, flirty with him or something, it would be totally different, because that's, you know, I don't know obviously she could tell. Anyway, it's Feels a little bit spending working. too much time talking about yeah. something stupid, but, you yeah. <laughs> know. I mean, the movie in a One
1: One of the things that this movie does that I will never forgive it for
2: is it wastes Norm Macdonald oh <laughs> norm mcdonald's by far the best part of this he's only in it for like a minute which they make fun of during the end credits but mm. but he's totally <laughs> wasted in the one scene that he's in oh he's got the best line in the movie one of them yeah <laughs> but still it's it shows up in typical norm fashion steals the show for a scene yeah what but, what about man.
0: uh eddie griffin how do we mm-hmm. feel about Eddie Griffin as the man-pin? Oh, God. Yeah. He can cure um, blindness.
1: <laughs> yeah, again, just kind of... Very simple, poorly written character that just... And again, I agree. I don't want to be like acting too highbrow about Deuce Bigelow, Male Chickalow. <laughs> you know, like, right, oh, you're actually right, right. critiquing it. No, it's just... It's not... These You are can't jokes, help... Just, you can't they just haven't aged well like the entire movie hasn't aged well and and there are films from around this time that have you can't help that
0: being more mature adult results in like having a different lens on things if I, if I can
1: look back on Hook and still say overall I enjoy it I
2: feel like I can critique Deuce Piccolo and say, yeah, this was yeah. A very fucking funny. Well, we can, <laughs> we can even get closer to the mark and like movies, you know, other other movies of this exact same genre, I think, have, although not aged well, there's still some questionable stuff about them. They, they certainly were more functional as comedies and better movies, so. Right. Yeah. Not sure why, uh, you know, why... Well, I am, because I think Ryan wanted to punish us. As I was say, I'm not sure out of this entire entire uh, genre why Deuce Bigelow is the one we looked at, but...
0: Um, I didn't put... To be fair, I brought it up briefly when we were trying to figure stuff out, and you guys latched on to <laughs> it, and I said, we don't have to do it. And as we progress, I'm like, we could fill this in with literally anything else. I know it's my idea, <laughs> but it's not a baby I'm particularly I, proud of.
2: <laughs> no, here, I, I actually think it was... Uh, it was particularly appropriate for the show because this this was definitely a thing that was going on during the you know era. Yes. Most of the stuff <laughs> that we review, so I just want yeah, to no, be solely um, blamed. for This it was the movie forward. that launched you know this very short stardom of Rob Schneider as a leading man. So I think oh, that's yeah, maybe what like... we talk, have to talk about a little bit more is this odd phenomenon that Rob Schneider was a leading man in successful movies. The Schneider version, maybe, but it at least the got Rob him into worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he followed this one up with what um,
0: the animal. animal and the then, hot
2: chick, and then Deuce Bigalow too. A sequel, yeah. yeah. Many years later, like six years after, but which still. the
0: sequel goes and ev- even worse. It goes even fucking yeah. worse.
2: I have not seen the sequel. I'm, I'm glad I have not seen the sequel. I think, oh. but. I know Joe will be running out to find it. Oh yeah, right after we there get was a here,
0: so. <laughs> there was a period of time, and I hate to say this, but this is true. There was a period of time that um, we had Directv. Could we live out in the middle of nowhere? Haha <laughs> Yeah, classic thing I always fucking say. Uh, but Directv goes out. No cable. No anything. Not even basic channels because antenna didn't fucking really work. So there's nothing on. But there's like this weird, like feeling of like. <laughs> Kind of like deprivation tank level where my dad and I both agreed like we need sound of some kind. So he would re- occasionally just rent a movie, but he just got bit one DVD at a time, and we hold on to it for like a few days. And then, but that's the only thing we had, and we didn't care as long as it was something going on. Like it had, it, like one would say, "Why not? Why not the radio and music?" I say nowadays, yeah, totally. But for some reason, back when I was a teenager it had to be video same with my dad so Deuce 2 was one of those fucking things and I have seen that movie so many times in a few days just just to, to escape isolation of some kind <laughs> and I'm like I think I chose poorly because I saw the, yeah. domi- the DVD commentary uh, luckily for me I don't remember any of it nowadays but it's just like yeah it was very bad I didn't even like it then it, but <laughs> desperation, my kids. It was before the time of YouTube and Internet. Well, it existed. We were just too poor to have it. <laughs>
1: so. well, yeah. And, it, it, and Rob Schneider, you know, since he, you're right, it was a, a relatively short career of being a leading man, and he, he unfortunately then moved on to that very special group of former stars, I guess, if you ever wanted to really call him one. Uh, mm-hmm. where they just they start getting involved in bullshit in politics. Uh, he became a big anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so...
0: You mean the guy who was in the movie about animal hybrids fused with humans?
1: Yeah. You're saying he doesn't
0: have a good opinion on how s- medical science works?
1: <laughs> no. No, he apparently <laughs> doesn't. Oh. But, yeah. But this movie did get a shout-out, though, when... um. California State Assemblywoman, uh, Lorena Gonzalez, she put together a bill regarding vaccines and he tried to to can it and they got into a debate and she was quoted in the Washington Times as saying that, um, you know, it's 20 minutes of my life I'll never get back, arguing that vaccines don't cause autism with Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. <laughs> <laughs> so, so his legacy lives on, even, that was in 2015 but yeah, his... yeah his legacy lives on that way um but yeah uh, i guess the oh the only thing i really wanted to mention beyond that is um william forsyth in this yes what is he doing what here? the hell is he doing here um it's like th- i feel so bad for him because I, I like william forsyth that's what i he's think doing. he's a good actor but yeah god the man can't land a joke
2: you know no his character is so unfunny like yeah and i feel like some certain you know the right actor might have been able to make that i I mean maybe not really funny but like it just yeah it didn't work so no no you can really kind of say that with pretty much his recur you know recurring joke of pulling his dick out all the time which is you know just sounds like a 1999 comedy thing but (laughs) Did, uh, that's the joke. Was, that's where the humor was, comes from. Was he
0: approached with that role opportunity, or did he actually audition <laughs> for it? Chance <laughs> to whip out my dick in front of Rob Schneider, the Rob Schneider?
1: Twice? Well, we don't want you to yeah. actually do it. Just pretend like you're doing it a bunch no, I'm, of a, I'm so. dedicated. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going for it. Yeah, I'll get the real actor. rash.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and then they try to shoe in some weird relationship thing (coughs) with william Forsyth's wife in it elaine Mm -hmm. and it just weird like uh, uh, all even the the sex jokes
2: in this aren't even aren't even funny he he saves their marriage by teaching her you know cop husband who uh (laughs) i I, I don't know why I'm watching my words. We're talking about Deuce Bigelow. His, her pencil dick um, <laughs> cop husband. <laughs>
0: I like I like that we were witnesses
2: to that, like... It teaches him how to dance. Uh-huh. Yeah, teaches him how to erotically dance, only it's the, like, silliest... Yeah. I mean, silly is not a good word, because that implies that it's funny or cute in some way, because it's not really. It's just weird and uncomfortable and... Uh, yeah that's kind of pretty sums up a lot of things about this movie yeah 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 this one was uh
1: i i can say i've seen it um
2: <laughs> can that's... you though like who, who are you gonna say that to
1: well i'm saying it to anybody <laughs> who's i mean i wouldn't here. admit it I, too loudly in 2021 it, and that's yeah. it i mean it's yeah uh, i'm glad i saw it now and not in 1999 when I may have been young and dumb and thought part of it was funny.
2: Oh yeah, you um, would have. I know that when I first saw this, I thought, it, you know, I thought more of it was funny. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't think it was entirely unfunny, even yeah. now. But it's yeah, it, it's more not funny than it is funny. There's some there's some accident accidental jokes that actually work here, but not much. Yeah. So. Well, um, yeah. I'm... What do you think? Do we have any?
1: grades and final thoughts on deuce Bigelow male gigolo the movie we're all still
2: wondering why we reviewed yeah no i i i i'm blaming ryan I but i think this was a unanimous decision i was picking on him when i said that like we, yeah i think this was a joke one night like, okay like, i think yeah. this was a joke one night before or after recording
1: and then it was like the jokes in this movie are like this isn't funny <laughs> i do have to so Uh, ryan what do you think of deuce bigalow male gigolo so i have a
0: confession to make and it wasn't intentional i didn't watch this movie to review it um i i just uh, it's revenge
2: for bride and boogity isn't it
0: i think it it is is. now but it was on it was not (laughs) intentional (laughs) uh but i do remember the movie quite well um and it felt it just felt wrong to start the review saying like so i did not do the homework assignment um but uh unfortunately it is it did make up like a good chunk of like i did enjoy those rob schneider movies back when i was a fucking idiot child and didn't know any better uh and maybe repeated a few lines uh in my middle school years
2: um oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> so i can't know. tell you how many times not and i don't know if i personally i'm sure i said it once or twice but how many times i heard unfortunately heard the that's a huge bitch line used about somebody so yeah, uh, i've definitely used that Schneider.
0: out of context never towards a person just yeah, I out think of I've like random person before but. yeah uh because i thought like it's just a rant it's just a weird thing to say But, I mean, that's what, you know, that's the thing. It's like, I have no problem admitting that. Like, yeah, back when I was younger, like, most of us, we say and do shit that we think is funny, and as we get older and as times, you know, kind of point out, like, maybe things aren't as, like, okay to do as much as it's made out to seem. Like, yeah, that's fine. I agree. I'll change. That doesn't bother me. It's part of growing up. (laughs) So it's like... Um, So it's like, yeah, admitting, like, no, I really liked this movie when I was a kid and then having to watch these and know full well, like, yep, nope, I definitely had some character growth. That's cool. These characters didn't. Uh, And I say that looking at Rob Schneider today. It's like, yeah, he's still Deuce Bigelow. Um, (laughs) He's he's still awful. Uh, And this movie, from what I remember uh unfortunately because like like we said it's it was beaten down a lot in the cable network um it's some jokes land uh in in a certain way like uh the bowling situation was just like it's just a funny physical gag same with like the hair and the soup thing it's like that's what it is like certain mm-hmm. physical gags they're not necessarily demeaning people I, I suppose they kind of are if you really want to go in that direction um, but it's kind of funny physical parts, but uh, other parts just like, this is, there's too much icky. There's too much icky to give Deuce Bigelow higher than an F. <laughs> I, I think it was going to be a D. It was going to be cute and like, you know, but no, it's, this is bad. It's fucking, it's <laughs> just, it's not good. I mean, there's worse fucking things. Um, but it's kind of, it's kind of just like an in- obscene embarrassing and tattoo of something that wasn't even fucking good at the time like in terms of like political correctness like deuce bigelow is the reason that people are a little bit harsher with political correctness like we're trying to over yeah. there's parts of humanity that's trying to like overcompensate for the for the horrors of rob schneider and his and his kin <laughs> Uh, or the or his light. Yeah, but, yeah. That's uh, that's the best that I can put up with. I didn't watch it. I made you guys watch it. <laughs> so. Thanks. Thanks, Ryan. Revenge. Merry Christmas, Je- fuckers.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Joe, what do you think?
1: Um, well, the good thing is, I guess, while watching this, I uh, didn't have to think much. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty yeah. fucking stupid. Uh, uh, I think... So- You know, raunchy sex comedies can be funny. I think one of the downsides to them, though, is that they are always going to be dated um, by what is considered appropriate, what is considered pushing the envelope, what is considered too far. The gags that they use in this one aren't even really for a sex comedy. They're more just gags about people. Yeah. uh, And and some disabilities and stuff like that. It, It really is a... It's a rather ugly mirror to look back at, you know, 1999 and Kinda see like what was considered, hell, now that you considered to be a, a blockbuster comedy. And, and a, you know, a, a not critically acclaimed, but a, a financially very successful comedy. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, not a, it's, it's not something to be proud of to look in the, that mirror and be like, yeah, this, this was considered really good back then, at least, you know, from box office numbers alone. Uh, so this is a great example of a movie that just really doesn't age well 99% of the time Um, the the jokes don't land from a variety of characters characters aren't really developed you don't really care about any of these characters the attempt at putting some kind of moral lesson in this is totally botched Um, it really feels more like Rob Schneider uh, and his buddies got together and they just came up with a bunch of random gags and strung it along. Which I think is how, to be honest, how a lot of the Happy Madison movies really
2: were. And I say <laughs> yeah, that liking so. some of them,
1: but a lot of them are just a series of gags that are strung along by a loose thread. And this being the the first Happy Madison film, I guess I don't expect it to be the best. But it's, um, I can't say that there's a lot worse. <laughs> I mean, there is, but, um, honestly I'm, I'm gonna give this one i don't know like i want to say an f but i want to say a d minus and i don't know what's keeping it from a d minus yeah keeping I, it from an f it's just like i i guess I'm, d- I'm i'm gonna star. give it i'm gonna give it a d minus <laughs> just so i don't come off as incredibly uptight Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> I'm gonna, I won't fail it because at some point it comes back on you. And again, I get yeah. it's not a, it's not meant to be an intelligent movie. That's fine. I like Cannibal the Musical. You know, I get it. Right. But that was at least smarter in its comedy. It's dumb I like, comedy. And I like how like
0: the dumb. fear of some kind of like reaction from maybe someone. Change your you know, score. really, yeah. You know what the it's reaction gonna is going to be? Schneider, he's going to be. A, you know, like,
2: well, you know, it's he like, won't come back. Who, um, who's
0: holding your family <laughs> hostage? Is it Schneider?
1: <laughs> Does he it's... have your kids? Honestly, Does he threaten to like, put them in a movie? I don't want to fail this movie because I don't want to have it's karma on my. You know, or it's kind. Con- you know, I don't want to have that conscious. You know, like this movie triggered me. No, because it's just fucking stupid. So yeah, you know, yeah. I'll give it a D minus.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm going to echo a lot of that stuff. This this movie is, well, I guess my best review is the of this is is kind of is what it is. I mean, that's not a review at all really, but there's like a slate of movies like this in the late 90s that just the humor and sensibilities of it are not I don't know, it's dated, it's stupid. It's got some funny moments in it, but generally as a movie, it just I don't know, it doesn't have a whole lot to offer. I think it's especially bad because you can't. you know, we're viewing it through the lens of twenty twenty one. In nineteen ninety nine I remember thinking this was a funny movie. Uh, but I still thought it was a stupid funny movie. Like I don't remember thinking like I wasn't kidding myself this was some sort of like comic masterpiece that was gonna go down in history. Um, if you would have asked me, you know, even a couple years after originally seeing it if I ever thought I would see Deuce Bigelow male gigolo again, I'd probably be like, Oh no, you know. I, I watched it, it was fine. I'm I don't need to see it again um but some asshole uh, on your podcast (laughs) yeah but here we are 2021 and we're (laughs) talking deuce so um i think for those of us that lived it it's just a stupid movie i think for anybody you know like if you tried to recommend this to anybody now it's just not possible like i i just think it's a dated film like it's not something you can like, can you imagine trying to be like, hey, you're 21 years old. You should watch Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Everyone's going to be like, okay, if they actually took your advice on that, I don't think they're ever going to ask you about movies ever again. So. Oh, it's a
0: good first date so, movie. Like... Definitely guarantees the strength <laughs> of a
2: relationship. It's a good last yeah. date movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to you wanna get out of there, be like, hey, you got to come over and watch my favorite movie, Deuce Bigelow. So... <laughs>
0: Yeah, hey, girl, uh, you want to do the whole Schneider universe, actually? Yeah. Let's just binge watch it, baby, I...
2: just you and me. <laughs> so I think what I'm trying to say there is absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying raunchy comedies. Uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with enjoying uh, 90s comedies. This is both of those things, but it's not a good example of either, and that's why it gets a D from me. Um, I think I unfortunately laughed a few too many times to totally fail it and honestly as dated as it is it's just more sad dated than like it doesn't it doesn't like piss me off or anything really it's just kind of like oh god <laughs> so um yeah even the american pie movies look like masterpieces compared to this one um so we'll uh I'm gonna give it a d and at a d i'm coming in like as the you know the the high score so <laughs> it's uh, well, we would—that's l- that, that's Deuce. That's Deuce, that's and deuce. we would
1: love to know what any of our our listeners' low scores are for this one as well. Um, what are your thoughts on Deuce Bigelow Male, God, it pisses me off. It's so fucking redundant. Male jigolo, damn it. Deuce Bigelow he bitch. Or well, he bitch, if it makes you feel better, saying, yeah.
0: if it makes you feel better, the 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 sequel is called Deuce Bigelow European Jigolo, which once again, European and jigolo. Jigolo is an, it's Italian, correct? It's so, Italian.
1: Word, so, so yeah, but I, there you go. That's I don't I don't want to put more thought into that movie than the, the filmmakers did. Um, but we would love. <laughs> we lo- already have. I already have. <laughs> um but we would love to know what any of our listeners think of Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo, or anything in the, I like that we're calling it the Schneiderverse. Um, <laughs> or any of the, uh, Rob Schneider's bizarre, like, when America thought, yeah, this guy. Uh, we'd love to know any of your questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms on these types of films, and please share those with us at the VideoJunkHarePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at VideoJunkPod. Find us on Facebook at the main Video Junk Air Podcast page or the Video Junk Air Podcast
2: group. And if you write it, we'll read it, and we hope to hear from you. And uh, if you like what you hear, please consider sponsoring us on Patreon. Uh, become a patron, and you can choose from a variety of perks that we offer. Uh, if you're interested in that, check that out at uh, patreon.com videojunkyardpodcast. And, of course, whether you decide to give uh, on Patreon or not, we appreciate you being here with us and hope you will return next week for The Game, and this is the uh, Michael Douglas film. Um, Probably kind of contemporary to Deuce Bigelow, uh, obviously, (laughs) late 90s... A thriller oh, here's so, a mash-up I'm trying to you. find the thread here Eric just... uh, there's no thread it's just contemporary they came out around the same time I'm placing this all in my like video store days I remember these movies being there around the same time So, um, followed by we're going to look at the Dean Koontz adaptation Odd Thomas which I just got the DVD for from my local library and realized it is a Stephen Summers movie so we're talking the director of Van Helsing uh didn't oh, realize that when we added it to the schedule so that'll be interesting um then we're gonna have a great christmas special and new year special to follow those up and finish off december for you so i hope you will come back hang out with us and watch some uh some excellent movies um that we have coming up for you absolutely and we want to thank you once again for listening to the video
1: Junkier podcast and we hope that if you've enjoyed it you'll consider sharing it around and until next time i'm joe peterson I'm Miracle Branson, and I'm Ryan Siskel, saying. Ball sweat, anus,
0: anus like uh, uh.
2: go nipple biter. Dun, 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 dun. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend.
0: You just can't let them go. Go. Stay on
2: the road. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media, on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Video Junkyard Podcast, on Twitter at Video JunkPod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. Wanna thank you again for listening, and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the Video Junkyard.